What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders Podcast. It's your boy Jarrell, and you already know I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's the deal? What is crackalacking, oh, Jarrell? Just trying to keep it moving. I hear you it, know, man. Staying busy. Well, you are going to be busy. Absolutely. Here coming out. Uh, Vegas is kicking it. Everybody wants to know what's going on in Vegas. We always give you guys a little recap of the deal. And uh, we have champs coming up next week, right? I mean, yeah, if if you're in the industry, champs just goes hands in hand with the cannabis. And then, of course, uh, Snoop Dogg's going to be at Planet 13. Yeah. First of a kind, yeah. That's is big. it is it comment is it a commensary thing? Is it something that they're doing? It's a it's a brand um, launch. So um, there's a new brand out here oh. called uh, LP Exotics. Okay. Yeah, they have flower and pre rolls, and um, um, you remember the Vegas M sticks, the VVG sticks? Yes. Um, it's the same. The same. They got a new owner, so it's the same person. They're Beautiful bringing those lady. back out. Yes, yes. So they're bringing yeah, those back out. She's got some Lambos going on. Yeah, they, she called herself the uh, Lamborghini Princess. Yes, that's what the LP stands for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, man, we're having a great time here in Vegas. You know, the good things are coming up, especially our guest today. We are super happy to have Run Davis in the building, Bud Tender Extraordinaire, Matt. Now dispensary manager hey. extraordinaire. Woo-hoo. Um so what is going on, Ren? Talk to welcome, the people. Welcome. Just uh really, you know, like you said, the business is it's booming with all kinds of different opportunities right now. You know, we're at a we're at a good point right now where we've been around for a little bit and things are popping up like we've Got what the artisan's about to be the first uh, weed friendly uh, hotel. hotel. Yeah, yeah you know nice. that's gonna break all kinds of things out here for us to do, and uh, that's it's just crazy. I'm, I'm I'm excited, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of energy going around. So how did you how did you or how long have you been in the industry? And how long did you get your start? I got one. I've been in the industry. I want to say uh, for six years now. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, working with apothecary apothecary shop. When they uh, first, before they were cookies. Uh, yeah, so the, I worked in cultivation. It was like going to weed college, you know? <laughs> like, I, I already had a background in sales uh, in the cannabis, obviously, you know, you know the, the black market side. Traditional market. Right, 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 you know? But then uh, just to see it from the actual science part of it, you know, from clone seeds, clones to, like, you know, different atmospheres to produce different kinds of product like just like i said it was like going to weed college it was just, it was really uh a better investment than me just jumping in and, and being a bud tender because now uh with dealing with uh, customers and people who want to learn you know you have all this information to back it up including the hard work of working in the black market that you already put in you know yep Absolutely. I think everybody got to make their start at some point in, in this game here. Have you always been a smoker? Were you a smoker before you got into this industry? <coughs> yeah, definitely. You know, it helped me through my adolescence, for, for real. Like, uh, I, it was never, it wasn't just a recreational thing for me. It was definitely uh, a therapeutic, like, get through, you know, some of the tough, you know, times of life and that kind of part of your life, especially, you know, being a young teenager and stuff like that. 
And I, I wasn't even that young. I, I think I had my first bong rip when I was 18. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. he was grown. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't young at all. Yeah, That's so, me too. When yeah. I was 17, I was just going to be 18. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I wasn't. I was, people. I can't believe it when people look at you and they're like, "You're a white bloomer," and you're like, "When the fuck did you start smoking?" <laughs> these kids these days be crack a lacking like rolling blunts at twelve. Yeah, I'm like, where were your fucking parents? I wouldn't brag about that. I, I like uh, you, like you said, like 12, 13 years old. You're like, Jesus, I could have done that shit like no, at that time. I don't no. think so. I'm like, what was you going through at 12 or 13 <laughs> yeah, when you felt the need right? to smoke? I was still yeah. playing with Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Low key, still thought all that was yeah, nasty. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think right. I even touched a booty or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you said, <"That's> well, <laughs> they're different. <laughs> right, these the booty tapping got to come first. Yeah, these kids is grown. Yeah, like, <laughs> I swear to God, they got kids already by 12, 13. They start it's, early. They start everything early. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's scary. You ain't lying, man. Yeah, that's scary. And it's like a slow progression. Like, the, you know, kids, you know, younger people these days in their 20s, not kids or adults, you know. But, like, uh, they're like, hey, I'm, I'm chilling, you know. I'm, I, you know, I, I don't. My game plan is to buy some Bitcoin and kind of chill at my mom's house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I get it at yeah. the same time. Yeah, I, I remember hearing something about like we don't populate like we used to either. You know, like people are taking their times on, on having kids now. Like, yep. You know, they're like, I want to live my life. You know, they're like, sure. I don't have to. Get in this relationship. I don't have to get married right now. They're like, I want to travel the world, live in a van. Like, you know, the, the families are coming later yes, in they life. Should. You know? No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. my child when I was 35. I'm yeah. 42 right now. You're 42? Right. Yeah. What the fuck? I, dude. I mean, right? Yeah. I know. Good genes. Good genes. I know there's some, <laughs> I know there's some Puerto Rican Indian in there somewhere. I got to no, for my sure. Piece. My dad's side for he's Miami. They're from Miami, so he was Puerto Rican, Jamaican, and I was born in Europe. My mom's German. Okay, I didn't, I wouldn't have guessed he was forty two. No, not at all. That's crazy. <laughs> no, not at all. You doing what you doing? Not at all. Yeah, a little <laughs> youth in his backyard and shit. Sure, for sure. But you made a real good point by saying like um, going from cultivation. Before budget and help you out a lot because I never thought about all the education you get while you're in like cultivation, like that, just learning so much and like doing the growing process makes it so much easier to explain it to the customer, or you can get more in depth about yeah, it. Yeah. You're, you're way more invested, you know. You've like lived it, you've seen it, you care you, more. You yeah, like you see the bud before it dies, before we actually smoke it, and it's like wow, it's beautiful. They're more beautiful alive than they are when we get them, you know dead and ready to smoke or whatnot. They're they are beautiful. They yeah. are incredibly beautiful. They all are different. Like, you know, they like I said, they grow in different atmospheres. They're like people, man. Just different strains. So many and you really appreciate it, you know, when you smoke your bud and you're taking the time to break it up and smell it and touch it and taste it. You're like, man, each smoke, you know, it's, it's an enjoyable experience. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the whole part of learning, too. I bet you that has helped you immensely as a bartender. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like things where you, you know, more educated information instead of just what we were told or what we thought we were told, you know? Do you feel the same way? Like, there was, the education is very lacking. The, and for me, like, I feel like 
the education was lack, lacking a little bit. It was a little lackluster in the beginning. You had to mm-hmm. kind of teach yourself some shit. Oh, yeah. You had to do a lot of shit on your own time to find, you know what I mean, navigate through that. And then, you know, you hit one place and you're like, oh, my God, this is what education is like. Yeah. I mean, like, when I first got in the industry when, and we started right before it was wreck, I just remember it was never about, you know, quality. It was about numbers. It was about selling products, selling, selling, selling. And you just really, like, now it's like people are more educated. So people aren't just buying whatever. You have educated customers because bud tenders are taking the time to, to pass that information. And that's how it works, right? Yep. We get the information and we're like, here, like, don't just worry about this or that, you know, or, or, or look for this so that you don't get paranoid or you don't get that anxiety feeling or, you know what I'm saying, like match it to their personality. There's so many different ways to go about it that we just are so known to like think weed is just hey i'm gonna get high like russian roulette you don't know which high you're gonna get you know yeah i mean and i think it works um as well for the industry as a whole the more the customer um is educated because that makes the um the bud tender stay on their toes that means you have to stay educated because you can't bullshit that customer or you can't just tell them anything so like it's it, it works so well together the more educated the customer is the more the button is going to have to stay educated and stay on their a game to um to, to create that good service you know what i mean yeah yeah and and you're 100 percent correct i mean like you can see it when people come in and they start saying hey let me tell me uh, i want that mark scene or you know they're trying they're trying you know they know what they're, they're trying they know what they look for. right they don't know what to say. Like, uh, yeah. let me see those saltines you know <laughs> <laughs> old, you know, so they're, they're want to learn, yep. you know, and, and you're that source of information to make sure that you get that proper information because it's like word of mouth. You teach that person, he's sitting down smoking a bowl or a joint, with like, man, I learned that mercy is that stuff that we like, you know, Bluetooth, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then it just goes out like that. And then you start noticing people like, yeah, I want something with high mercy and, and no linen all and well and you're like smiling because you're like yeah, yeah you know yeah, gives you, know you that and you're right you're like yeah. good job this guy's educated yeah. and yes. compared to someone's like i want the highest thc yeah. you know you're always gonna have that the highest thc and that's fine that's why i kind of wish like nevada um would kind of like set the standard i think we could since we do like all the testing we can set the standard and start Stop labeling like indica sativa and hybrid, right? You know what I'm saying? And just label please. the turps and go yeah. off. Things. Like, oh my god, yeah, please. we should be the first state to kind of start that trend. Yeah, that would be the most accurate way to describe flower. Yes, you know? we're, we're sticking to an old hey, it's sativa hybrid, and, and we all know that they're all mixed up in hybrids. And it's just really like you said about the terpenes, right? What terpenes do you want? Match them way better, match up than saying hybrid sativa indica. We'll go further than that, yeah. You know, we'll get you exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. What's the most profound thing you've ever learned in cannabis when you were working like that just blew your fucking mind? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> What's the most v- valuable thing you've learned as a bartender? Uh, I probably learned that we didn't really know anything about weed. We honestly didn't know. We thought we knew what we knew, but we really didn't know. And now that we have all these different sources of information and types of, like, breakdowns of, di- like, the concentrates, like, where we've gone with all yes. of it. You know, we've, we've almost, they're almost making it to the point where, like, flour won't even be a thing anymore. It'll be all the concentrates, you know, in the future, the vaping, the, 
And it's it's fun. It's great. It's just like wow, it grew that fast. I never knew what a dab was like five years ago, mm-hmm. right? You know, but I know that there were people that were doing it and knew about it. Like you know, I I was unaware. I thought I knew everything mm-hmm. about weed. And, and then concentrate came, yes. and I was like, oh, what is this? You know? yeah. I was just about to say, like I was smoking since I was like sixteen. Never knew what a dab no, was until man. I was thirty. I'm like, yeah, what the like, fuck? What? <laughs> like what? Scared the hell out of me. Yeah. And it still scares me. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you really couldn't get the fucking shit in this industry to begin with, to from from the get go. So to finally break into that bitch, because really that's what people have to do. It's like I, call, I always call it the break in. I had to break into it because it's not a conventional way of getting a job. Mm-hmm. No, you have to keep pushing. You know what I mean? I don't know about you all, but I had to. Like, when I applied at any of these cannabis jobs, at first, it was very hard to get this job. 100%. No, uh, like, it was a very select people that I even got. You know, you knew somebody is how you got the job, honestly. Right. It was nothing about your credentials or whatever. It was, like, whoever this group... Because when it first came out, everyone had their little group. There was, like, all these little groups building out, and they were, like, all with all these other dispensaries. And everyone stayed close, and they were, like, putting their people in. But for the outsider to get in and just come in and try to get a job at a dispensary, it was unheard of. Not, I mean, now it's way easier to get a job at a dispensary than it was when it first started off. Oh, my God, yes. I think the <laughs> right? standard... Because- it was elite. It was, like, the, you, you thought it was, like, a real, like... Man, this is hard. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. really got in. You was in, you yes. know? Yeah. And it was fun, you know? It was, like, almost like the Wild Wild West because the, the rules were not, like, 100% there. So there's a lot of stuff that you that got away with, you know? Yeah, and, you know, there's a, the, also the real fact that, true, there's a big standard there about, you know, with the way you, uh, the way you look. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And how old you are. Yeah. You, there, you can't say that there is, and you'll see one pop in that motherfucker that's in the 40-plus section, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them are all young, you know what I'm saying? And they're, believe me when I say there's <laughs> butt tender, there's nothing wrong with that. But at the time, you know what I mean? Like, it took us a long time. Was, you had to have some knowledge. You had to come fucking with it. Yeah. You had to know give yeah. shit. So the terping game... I think that was my game changer. That, that was definitely yeah. my game changer. Yeah. it blew my mind, yeah. Yeah. Was that part of the education <laughs> that you were explaining was yeah. all the things you had to learn about the plant that kind of said, hey, this is what I needed to feel this whole time. This terpinaline shit that's real high. And, and really, it's just those real crazy strains where people be like, try hot cheese. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, shit. You know, you're like, this, this makes sense now. You know, it's just, it's a it's a mind blower. So, you have been making a leap, and you can tell the people out there, the folks out here that are bud tenders, how, what was your, what was your struggle has been like trying to become a manager in the bud tending, I mean, in the uh, cannabis industry? Uh, you know, just, it's, everyone's competitive. Everybody thinks they deserve it, or they want it, you know, or they think they should have had it. And really, I just, my thing was always just, you know, be the example. Try to show, I don't need to be the leader, but I will take that role if needed, you know. And just meaning that I, I don't go out chasing for it. I'll just be the best that I can be, and then hopefully that influences everyone around me wanting, wanting to do better, you know. Right. And and that's and that just seems the easiest way to go about it, you know. That's my, my character, my personality. It's like, I don't want to be the leader. 
But if no one's going to step up, I'll be the leader. Right. It's part education, part hustle. Yeah. yeah. For sure. You have to oh, know yeah. what time it is, and you have to be able to gauge, engage with people. I think that there's something more about the background of the person that kind of can engage with people that, like can have full conversations and kind of peel people yeah. back. You know what I'm saying? It takes a certain kind of person to be With different person. people, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's easy to be like, hey, with people that relate to how maybe you grew up and then remind you of your friends. But to be able to communicate, especially in the weed industry, it's so many different types of people and groups of people that you have to be able to, like, kind of just bounce off of each person. Like, hey, how are you doing? You know, you can be loud maybe with one one a little bit more subtle and more comforting and more informative. And another one, you can be more trendy and funny and, and goofy, you know? You just really go off of it. And everyone in the industry just wants, has some connection to weed, and they just want to share it. And, you know, they, they're so happy to be a part of this positive industry, which it is, you know, and it's growing, and it soon will be able to branch out and do more positive things. But these are the the rebels, the ones that were sitting in the, the alleyway smoking, yep. you know, like like we were these horrible people, and now it's like... <laughs> cool and great to smoke you know yeah, and it's, it's trendy yeah it's trendy you know <laughs> but at one point it wasn't man yeah. it was a uh, well that's where you get all the de- devices yeah. and you're smoking concentrates and you gotta <laughs> now exactly blow your fucking mind in order to get high these days you know what i mean people are chasing that rosin's huge too you know what i mean so it's a part of the game what's your favorite thing to smoke i'm a flower flower Man, we asked this question, bro, and I feel like almost we, I think it's the people you hang around with in the culture that are like, flower, flower, Just the memory, just everything like a joint or a blunt or whatever. I'm a joint kind of guy, but like, just the stories that I have of meeting someone that might have just had a lighter, I had a joint, (laughs) and we fucking shared a joint, you know, and have great conversation, a great experience, and, and a great, like, just part of that moment you know so, yeah. but flower's always been my my girl man she's beautiful she she smells good and and she always makes me happy so i'm all right with that you remember the first time you smoked i do and i remember i was i don't think i inhaled the first couple of times i was <laughs> i didn't know how to properly do it you know right. i was such a, a square and i was trying to show off and i was hitting a bong Ooh. and i remember like not you know, really feeling anything, but just like going along, like, oh yeah, I'm stoned or whatever. And then I remember one day he came over, the same guy that did it the first time. Was all like, put me down. I was like, here, hit this. And I really got high. And then I was like, oh, all right, you know, showed me how to actually do it because he knew I wasn't high. <laughs> so were you paranoid or relaxed? Paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> paranoid because I, my dad was a drill sergeant for the fucking army. So. Mm. <laughs> So imagine and like yeah. So obviously that's why I was a square. But like yeah. Oh my god, that was. What is? um, Does your family know about your career now? Uh, My mom does. Yeah. Yes, my mom does. (laughs) Uh, My dad, you know, he's been out here in Vegas a few times, and we just don't talk about it. Okay. But he lives in Colorado, so he knows that you know it's around and it's positive. But he's never, you know experienced it or touched it like super straight straight guy my Mm -hmm. mom she might eat an edible or something oh okay but he knows you're in the cannabis industry yeah he knows oh okay yeah your yeah. mom always knows. Yeah. Her nose knows. And my mom knows. She knows. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I could smell something weird. 
That's my mom. She's like, one day she was like, have you been smoking cannabis? <laughs> Not even cannabis. Have you been smoking, what was it, reefer? <laughs> I was like... Oh, my God. I, yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? I didn't lie to my mom right. because I was like, you know, I, I actually moved out when I was 17, so... You know, I was like, hey, I'm smoking weed. I'm just going to roll the dice on this bitch. Hey, weed, you know? And then after that, I just became like the fucking... You, you're the person, if you're out about it, you're the weed head. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No matter what you do. Oh, my God. All the all the weed jokes are towards you. Hey, are you hungry? <laughs> like, hey, right? Yeah. right? yeah, you know, there's always that one person just wants to make sure he knows that you smoke weed. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I think, like, I'm watching news with my mom, and they'll do like a weed segment or something. She just look at me. I'm like, I don't know. Why are you like, <laughs> like, why you want me to comment on this? It's like, I have questions for you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, we know you're a part of this, right? So we we'll just ask you. <laughs> yeah. Of you to expert on all weed things, yeah. all weed related things. What's the next step for you, my dude? Yeah, uh, honestly, you know, uh, just trying to see where this goes. You know, maybe uh, get involvement with like one of these cannabis lounges or something. You know, I just want to keep moving. You know, I'm I'm hungry, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I do a little bit of writing in the background. Hopefully, I get something with that direction as well. But. You know, I I really want to be stay a part of the cannabis industry. I have a lot of love for it and a lot of respect for what it can do for a lot of people and what it has done. 100%. Let's go back to that writing. Yeah, what kind of writing do you do? <laughs> yeah. uh, I write, I'm working on screenplays. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually came up the other day with an idea. I don't know if it's a stoner idea, or whatever, but of like a string of weed that you smoke. That you actually die and turn into a zombie, and this is a movie, and it's about all circling around a, like a dis- dispensary, you know. And so it's hard because it's like weed, obviously. So people want to smoke, so they don't know what is what, and they take that risk. But like having zombies, weed, you know, dispensary—that's just how my brain works. I've always been a people watcher, you know. I watch people, that's why I'm good with people. Throw that shit. <laughs> out immediately get your ass to LA and throw that out write that shit first yeah. of all I'm gonna tell you one thing Zombieland is one of my fucking oh my faves God. dude fucking you get how you watch fucking Zombieland I've, ne- I've only liked a few zombie movies like World War Z great movie just cause they were fast <laughs> oh my God. they were fast you know and scary it's like that's the kind of zombies I'm worried about the old zombies all moving slow I think we can make it we're alright but the shit on World War Z, fuck. Where they're we're, running after your ass. <laughs> they're like, fuck. And like fucking thousands. No, we're dead, man. There's not even that. It's fucked up. Yeah, that guy that presses his fucking face against the glass towards the end. And he's like... <laughs> I was like, wait, wait a minute. And then I... Listen... I'm not taking that chance. I am dying. Listen, it's going to be one of them syringes right here. Popping the, in the good old fucking... Let's hope this either kills me right now. Or fucking... I don't know, but I'm not walking out there. Not with... Not with hot cha-cha-cha out there. So first. But yeah. So, um... What should I... You say you roll joints? Yeah, do you I mean, infuse your joints at all? Like, do you, yeah. you don't mess with concentrates at all? No, 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 no. Okay, I, I okay. just... No, no, <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. Like, yeah, I'm saying, like, uh, dabbing. 
I'm not very comfortable with it because I don't know the proper temperature and usually feel like a crackhead with the torch. And what about with devices? Devices, I feel like every time I want to do it, uh, they always don't work that well. You know, I'm not really impressed yeah. with all the ones I've hit off of it. So I'm looking for better products. I, we've had <laughs> contact with a few products that uh, I'm interested in that I would like to try. But I do infuse my joints because I get a lot of concentrate from work. So I put like sugars and concentrate on my joints with the keef. Stuff like that, but like actual dabbing is just because I'm not comfortable with it. Like I said, dabbing came way later where like I kind of stayed away from it because I was uncomfortable. But I'm pretty sure I'm interested, you know, in learning so that I can be better prepared for it. Because I've had a couple bad times where I think it was too hot. I hit it and it got me sick, like super sick. Oh, yeah, totally. Like the throat can be like, oh. Charred up at the end there. Oh my god, so yeah. Hot dab coming out. It's not like they give like good lessons around it. You know, so like I (laughs) so like I said, it being a new thing, I just really didn't get uh very familiar with it. But again, I'm interested, you know. Like but nothing just beats a good rolled flower, man. No. No, dude, that's the best. It's always to me I get the highest the longest. Yeah. Right, and I have a comfortable high. I can get really, really yeah. high. I always infuse my shit too, so a lot of people <laughs> don't understand that that really fucking takes you to the moon. <laughs> really, it, <laughs> yes, it, it does. It really does. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna tell you right now that fuck whatever it is it was in that motherfucker. I'm like, let me stop because I'm gonna be doing a lot of motherfucking pauses. In this <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what After is the show? Fuck? I wanted to show, uh, I definitely show you. I brought some to show you for sure. Okay, you're definitely gonna have to show me that. <laughs> I was like, what's the fuck? And this one's just a different one. This one was something else, I, you know. This is uh, cranberry, cranberry Skittles. Cranberry Skittles, and what was this strain? This one was uh, Bocce Lemonade. Bocce Lemonade. I'm gonna tell you, there was some. Serious ass limonene or pining that kicked you in right there. And, yeah. and I was like, shut <laughs> Cheer up now. You're going to be having the giggles. Yeah, I know. That, that, that is fucking. It was just like a, a perfect guy. I got real stupid for a second there. Um, so, dude, uh, absolutely being in this industry, what is the thing that, what is like your major takeaway <laughs> that you can give to a bud tender? Be like, mm-hmm. hey, dude. You know, if I, if there's any little piece of advice that I can give you going forward in your career, hey, new bud tender, mm-hmm. what can I do to even break into this industry? What's what's your advice for those people? I feel uh, just being genuine and taking the time to actually learn your stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, like like that's what people want. They want information, and the best way to do it is for a for us to give the right information, but to be genuine as well. You know. Like, I, every transaction, I'm trying to get someone what they want and not just a product to sell, you know? Right. Like, and I've sat, you've seen me, I've sat and talked to people 20, 30 minutes, you know, just to, to, for that experience, you know, them being the first time ever doing this and, and me not rushing them, you know, like me giving them the full on every question that they might think is stupid where I'm like happy to answer because they're obviously want to know, right. you know? And it's just really taking the time, educating yourself, being genuine, and enjoying yourself. I enjoy it. To come to work with a smile. Uh, You you get to meet so many different people who are all part of the the undercover club that once it used to be, you know? So it's nice. 
What do you do with those folks that come in and they're like, man, fucking having the worst fucking day possible, and they're coming in, they're coming in for you. <laughs> what, what, what do you do in those situations? You, you know, as much as you can. You know, sometimes you can, you know, make a joke or or, or, or alleviate the situation. Maybe throw like a a discount or something. Something. You know what I'm saying? I I try to be uh, in in the business. You have to be like I said, genuine. Mm-hmm. And try to understand shit happens. That's why we a lot of us even started smoking weed. At least I did. You know, life kicks you in the ass, and you know you uh, figure out how to get through that and and go on with the rest of your life. Absolutely. I think I like <clears throat> that's why um, sometimes I have to remind some bud tenders like sometimes you get you get pissed off at things like life happens, and you say fuck it. You know I'm going to the dispensary get some weed, and you might have an attitude going in. You know it's just. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's not it's not the butt tender's fault. So no. don't take it personal when somebody comes in, they might have an attitude, they might be dealing with something. Just, you know, get them what they need and let yeah. them know about their business. Because yeah. 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 that happens. It happens. Oh and my they, God. It and happens. let me tell you something. I'm going to explain this to you. You are working in a cannabis dispensary. You do not come back with people why don't put yourself through that what? shit don't yeah. stress yourself out yeah. by having an argument with somebody you know what i used to do if it got like if somebody was really out of control i'd be like okay um sir ma'am whichever one it was or person you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll be i will be right back with you and then I would go to the back, and I would hit up a manager right away, and I would be like, there is somebody at my register that I'm not going to deal with. Please take them at register 15. Okay, mm-hmm. send them over to register 15. Sir, I'm sorry, but I'm closing this register. Please step down to register 15. <laughs> and I would take a 10-minute, yep. and that's the point. I never took 10 minutes that much. Don't say nothing. I'm just That was me. That was my choices and decisions to make, but I didn't make a lot of those decisions, but when I did, I would take my 10 and go fucking chill it out for 10 minutes, right? And get your mind straight with it. Don't let that become a situation where you're arguing with somebody at a register. That's crazy, nah, yo. Nah, absolutely not. Yeah. No. You just gotta let it bounce off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and or remove yourself from yeah. it. Because guess what? You don't deserve to have to deal with that shit. No, not at all. For know. real, seriously. Just, just do that. I feel like that's one of the greatest pieces of advice because I was just at a uh, dispensary the other day and... Somebody was having their life behind the register hmm. with this customer, and I was like, first of all, this customer is never coming back, right? So if this was an everyday motherfucker, you just lost a whole fucking buckload of revenue. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy to me. How do you keep? What's the best way do you keep to your composure when you're uh, when you're being a buckler? <laughs> well, I want to hear this. I, I, you're have to tell, I, had, I, I had a story today. A lady comes in. Uh, with a man, and she just starts telling me, hey, she she wants a certain strain called Champagne Princess. Never heard of it. It's like, we, you know, I don't have that strain. And then she just starts crying and telling me that, you know, all these different stories and, and upset crying. And I'm standing here, it's just me and her. And we're doing this for like 20 minutes. She's just talking and crying. And then I realize... That she's just crazy, and that we've been sitting here. <laughs> I'm gonna have to be here for a little bit because I don't know how I'm gonna get out of this situation. 
And uh, I just want to tell you, there, there's stories like that. There's times that people will break down in front of you, you know, and you will literally be put in situations where you just kind of wing it, man. You know, you yeah. use your heart and wing it, you know, like. That's it. And you guide them. And mm-hmm. that could be, like, the, the reason why you've actually helped somebody, really, really, truly help someone <laughs> move to the next step in the cannabis game, especially if they're new to this, right? Yeah. So a lot of people just get nervous Yeah. before that even happens. Mm-hmm. And, the you know, it gets the best of them because a lot of times people are um, sick, you know, they need it, but they're afraid. Because maybe they were against it the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of like a mind struggle with those situations. And that's kind of what you're dealing with sometimes. And sometimes people get fucking emotional and they're like, hey, this is what's been going on in my life. And you're like, I got you. Yeah. I'm about to take care of you. We're going to do yeah. things the right way. We're going to do it slow and low. And then we're going to work <laughs> our way up to, you know what I mean, the next step. And I've seen it. I've seen it go from one person being so angry and so rude and mean and then come back, be apologetic and and explain, like, you know, going through stuff and I'm sorry. You know, and it's not always like that. But, you know, people go through things and you just kind of got to understand it and and let it bounce off and try to get through the situation as fast and clean as possible. (laughs) Don't take that shit personal. Yeah, and don't take it personal. Just don't take it personal. Was that the craziest moment you've ever had in cannabis? Oh, my God. It was pretty intense. <laughs> her dude was sleeping, and she said that she was trying to get away from him. And when oh, someone told crazy. her she, he was asleep, she runs out, leaves him. We have to have security wake the guy up, and he realizes the girl ran off on him. And so I think they're both just homeless lovers, <laughs> but they could be <laughs> wow. <bro. laughs> That's wild, she yeah. asked me out. She asked me if I was married. She asked me. She's like, "You can take me out." And then she's like, "It's okay if you don't want to." Only, <laughs> only if you give me my champagne for twenty minutes. Just cried to me. She just all of a sudden is like, "Hey, you want to go out?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure you're homeless." <laughs> Come over to my house. That's wild. But I will tell you, <laughs> that's not my craziest moment. <laughs> No, no. You, you 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 about to tell us one? I shit. Uh, oh yes, my craziest moment at the dispensary. It's my favorite, actually. When people don't know how to open the bags, mm-hmm. and this guy was like trying to open his bag, and I'm like, "Sir, you can't open your bag in here. You can't open your bag out there. When you get to your private residence." Open your bag there. <laughs> right? And he's like, okay, okay, cool. So his other friend's making an order. So this guy's still fucking around, you know, with the bag. And I see him while I'm grabbing some product. And I go back and he's really pulling and yanking. And he's lets go of the bag and punches his homeboy in the face so fucking hard, bro, that a whole fight started at the register. <laughs> planet. Oh, my God. He was mad. I almost... Oh, wow. I almost died. I had to tell you I had to walk away. Because the look on this guy's face was so red in the face. He like, <laughs> oh, 
His homie wasn't having it. He was like, no. <laughs> the no did the no transaction. Dude, he immediately <laughs> like gathered his shit. Like he was going through some pain, painful shit for a second. Where he was like, oh my God. And he just went in. I didn't even expect it, but immediately... We had great security. They were like, I'm starting fast, but Jesus. Damn. Oh my God, but you're dying, though. I <laughs> tell you, man, I got into a laugh attack in the back of the fucking store. It was yeah. crazy. That's wild. You, Jarrell, what did you have? What was the craziest moment? Oh my goodness. I can't even pick one from people. Um, uh, that's just one dude, super, super drunk. You know, we dealt with drunk people. Yeah. Sat there. Um, just start letting go right in the corner. Just start no. letting go. Yeah. Um, then tried to walk out, end up passing out, banging his head. It was crazy, man. Oh. Yeah. It was wild. Wow. Like people wow. like just wow. drunk, like running into the wall, passing out. It, it was a lot, man. It's just so much, man. Yep. Wild place. Yep. It's Vegas. Yeah. You know, it's Vegas. Yep. It's Vegas. Vegas will eat you up. Yeah. You love no it. Joke. Oh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Oh my god. Hell yeah, man! We appreciate you hopping on with us, bro. No, I appreciate man, you guys. You, yeah, man, you, you guys, um, you going places, man. man? This is awesome. Yeah, we appreciate Hell you, yeah, my man. friend. I know you. Um, you brought some some crazy stuff. What was it? The uh, raspberry skittles, cranberry, cranberry skittles, cranberry skittles. <laughs> yes, man. Oh Other than that, man, what you been smoking on? And uh, a lot of stuff like uh, you know, I like to represent CSF. You know, we of got. Course. We got uh, nine pound blueberry. Uh, my favorite's the sour diesel lemon Kush. Uh, you know, um, maybe some GOP. And yeah. <laughs> no, listen. Yeah. How many shout outs, Jarrell? One hundred and eighty-eight shout outs. Babe, I love you, GOP. More fifty percent. Chantel, your job is to go and find out how many times the GOP is mentioned. Love you. What's your favorite from GOP? Uh, or top three? Top three. I, I, I would say Miss X because I'm a Sativa fan for okay. sure. Uh, I like the Mac. Mac is definitely one, and then uh, maybe the Limeade Kush. Okay, nice. Oh my god! No, no, no. You yeah. know what? I'm sorry. The Great Pie. Okay. Yeah, the Great Pie number eight, nine, something like that. But yes, can't go wrong with either one. I'll <laughs> take any of them. Exactly. Sorry, yeah. There's not one strain I've ever smoked and was like, "This is not good." Hell yeah! What yeah. you been smoking on, Rocky? Main, oh main. Um, most recently, I have tried some GLP. <laughs> I, I, I just, you got to go back to the uh, good old goodies. When Mac is hitting good, sometimes you want that high, and you got to try to get that high because you're appreciated so much. But um, I've tried that, but I'm going to tell you, honestly, a shout out here, Vada. Uh, okay. It's Vada, right? Is it Vada? Or Vada? Did we have him on the. I know, I'm going to have to run an episode back and listen to it again. <laughs> All right, so Vada, Vada, whatever. Um, they're Keith. Mm. Yeah, which one did you get? The seventh. The, the I, got, I bought both of those suckers. I bought one there. too, man. Oh the GMO God. and. The something Master Kush or OG Kush yes, or something? Master Kush. Oh yeah, Master Kush. And that's the one I got was the Master Kush. Oh, oh, man. I highly, if that comes through your dispensary. And you're and you're a real good blunt smoker. Or you like to roll a oh. nice joint. That sucker is phenomenal. Or even packable. Yeah, I second. I yeah. I bought a new bubbler and I put some right on top. Sprinkled it on there. 
Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is what you've been smoking besides that GLP, Jarrell. Yeah. What you got going on? Um, I finally got my hands on that uh, that new Nature's Chemistry. I'm cool. Uh, the onion rings. Oof. Have you seen? Have you tried Cheryl, that? Are you gonna make me go to the fucking dispensary? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it was in the black box, so I was like, oh, oh you already no, know it's, good. it's an exclusive yeah, too. Uh, but um, <laughs> this, it's still there. It's 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 pretty good. You liked yeah, it? Yeah, it's pretty good. It was a GMO OG Kush Cross. That's what I think it was. But yeah, shout out to the Nature's Chemistry folks yeah. at Nature's Chem yeah. for always crack a lacking in the game for mm-hmm. sure. Keeping it true and real to their right. fucking, you get their shit. I always say that you get their shit. It's kicking every fucking time. Yep, yep. There's never been a time where I haven't had a great one. Definitely in my top three. Yeah. Yep. Ren, if somebody wanted to like hit you up and say, "Hey, man, tell me a little bit more about your experience." Blah 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 blah. What's the best way to contact you? Uh, just hit up my email. Uh, it's Emmanuel Ren R E N at gmail dot com. Alright, you hear that folks? Uh, he's got he's got some really great knowledge. I can know this firsthand. I'm sure. gonna tell you that. Um, we're always at www.highbudtenders.com forward slash podcast to listen to the podcast. And if you want to buy some merch, forward slash shop. We thank you folks for listening. Find us on Instagram at highbudtenders. And as always, stay high, but tenders. Make it I'm saying. I said I love my city, but I don't think you hear me though. I said I love my city.